Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today's conversation is going to be nothing short of phenomenal. I met Darcy in a networking group a few months ago, and I'll tell you, she brings so much to the table. So with that being said, Darcy Elizabeth, welcome in to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Yes, Amy, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited that you have joined me today. Can you share a little bit more about yourself with our listeners, who you are and what you do? Yeah. So as Amy said, I am Darcy Elizabeth. I call myself the networking queen because I do all things networking. And what I mean by that is I help entrepreneurs build their network through connection, collaboration, and simply standing out in their expertise. I love it because collaboration is one way that as business owners, I think we forget about so often because we're so stuck in our own heads. Collaboration can really skyrocket your growth so quickly and literally does not cost anything. You don't need to be spending money on ads. You don't need to be spending hours on Instagram. Collaboration is where it's at. What's your take on that? Oh, yes. 100% because here's the thing so many times we spend so much on the social media we're like okay how should we do Facebook ads how should we do Instagram ads what do I need to be doing for content but I always say like when you start to collaborate it's going to be so much easier it's actually the best lead magnet in my opinion because you are going to cross audiences right it's more fun it's more natural it's more you and that's actually what gets the sale right and not even just the sale but more like bringing people into your world. For instance, we're doing this podcast, right? You've been on my podcast. I know for my community, they love mamas, right? I'm a single mom and they always are looking for mom communities. So who better to bring on Amy, right? And you get in front of an audience that's already warm. That's the key right there. When you start to collaborate, you are getting in front of somebody else's audience where there's already like, no and trust right? They have that bond and they know that we're welcoming each other in. We're crossing audiences. So now I'm in front of your audience, you're in front of mine. And for whoever it may serve, they get to now have another resource, right? And before we hit record, we talked about coming from the perspective of really serving too, right? Like not just thinking about how am I going to get more people, which I know we all want that, right? We're building a business, But when you stop to really think about serving and then you're getting into front of somebody else's audience, that feels good. They're going to be able to really adapt to your energy. And that's where the real connection happens. It really is because people are buying from people. And I think so often we forget that because we do get so focused on the sale. But yes, when people are getting to know you, even something like a podcast, that's powerful because they're getting your personality. They're they're just getting to know you. You're humanizing your brand. And that right there is so powerful. Yeah. And energy is what actually attracts people, right? There's going to be people that love you and there's going to be people that, you know, might not want to be in your world. And that's okay because the ones that do want to be in your world, 
that is where you can be able to develop those relationships. And that's what actually turns into the sale and the community and the feel good effect, right? You know, when you have people in your community and they feel good and you feel good about having them there, that's what it's all about. Oh my gosh, I couldn't agree more. And it's okay not being for everyone. I loved how you said that because you don't want to be for everyone. You want to attract your ideal client. You want to pull those people in that you want to work with. I mean, there's certain business owners that I'm like, you know, that's just not my jam. That's not the area of expertise where I thrive that I really enjoy. And as business owners, we have control over that. We can design our business how we want it to look. And I think so many times we get caught up in, okay, well, everybody else is doing this one thing. So I need to be doing that one thing. Yeah. The, the, thing where you sit back and you start to compare yourself, right? And you think that you need to be like them that actually really hurts you, right? Yeah. I talk, I talk about standing in your expertise. You are what makes the sale. That's what makes you different. And if there's a client out there that's watching and it's not your ideal client, there's going to be somebody else I can better serve them, right? Not only is it going to be resistant for you, like as a coach or a community member, but knowing that in my world, I want to make that most impact, right? And I want women to really get to that next level and feel confident. So maybe they're in my world or maybe I have a connection, right? That's one thing is that when you start to collaborate, you're going to be able to direct your audience to certain people that are going to be able to better serve them. Yes, yes, so good. And you know, when you really start to shift your mindset, like you said, into more of that abundance mindset versus the scarcity then knowing okay you know i am the resource this person needs or i know someone that can better serve this this customer this client whatever you you are, are speaking of i mean it that right there that gives you so much power and potential in growing your business yeah and if you're listening to this and you're like well, I'm feeling super scarcity, right? We've yeah. all been there. 100%. I, yes. We're talking from this from experience, just so yes. everybody knows. But there was a long time that I was in that scarcity. Like I wanted everybody in there, right? I didn't, I didn't care if they were ideal client or not. I was just more like everybody come on in. But then you really start to realize how you can better serve, how they can also serve you, creating boundaries, right? It's just like the whole thing of entrepreneurship. You start to really identify. And then knowing that if you have the resources for that client and it's not a fit for you, that's an easier way to kind of bless and release, right? Like, hey, I don't think this is working, but I got the perfect contact for you. It makes them feel safe. They still have that trust in you. And it makes it an easier way to have the conversation. Oh, that's such a good point. I love that. Bless and release. Yes. Bless and release. I love it. I love it because that, again, it just opens you up then for your ideal client. It opens your energy, your abundance, your mindset, so all of the things. And, you know, we're talking about collaboration and everything that goes into that. Well, in order to collaborate, you actually have to network. You have to have a network of people to pull from. And networking, I think, for so many business owners conjures up feelings of just, it can feel icky. It can feel just, oh gosh, they're going to try and sell me something. And we just really build up this wall. So what advice can you give our listeners to really reframe our relationship with networking? 
Yeah. So networking is always a word that someone hears. They're like, oh, wait, you want me to get uncomfortable? You want me to get <laughs> yes. in the room and introduce myself? So I would really ask the person that's feeling hesitant to networking is what is it? Is it that you are not clear in your introduction? A lot of times people don't want to go to an event or a coffee chat, whatever it may look like, because they're not quite sure how to introduce themselves. If yeah. that's if that's the case, definitely start diving into that, right? Like get to the point where it's like fluent and you can just kind of say it because once you say your introduction, I always say, keep it short, say your introduction under eight seconds and then breathe, breathe, my friend, breathe through the nose and out through the mouth, put your shoulders down and they're going to come back with questions and then you're going to start to be more in your element. So that's just one factor that I see a lot when people are who are hesitant to network but the second one I see most is they may have had a bad experience, right? Something that either made them feel insecure, didn't feel comfortable, wasn't their crowd, and know that not every space is like that. Just because one time it didn't go well doesn't mean the next time it will also go bad, right? So just kind of finding what are you looking for? I know for myself, don't get me wrong, I love virtually networking, but I also love in person. I'm a hugger, right? Like I want to walk in the room and, and I also like to learn about people and I and do energy work. So a lot of times I can, you know, pick up, you know, am I vibing with them? Everybody has a point where they instantly put on a perspective of somebody. We're all human. That's just how it naturally is. So kind of figure out what works best for you. Is it virtually? Is it in person? What's holding you back from it? And simply, if it's something that has to do with confidence in your expertise, dive into that because you know, deep down, you are the expert, right? That's why you feel called to this, whether it's selling a product or, you know, coaching service, whatever it may be. And you got to start to hone in on, hey, I am the expert, but how can I make myself feel more confident? It's I, a lot of people talk about that mindset being like, yeah, you just need to be more confident, do the confident work. But maybe it's something if you're like me, if I'm not feeling confident about it, I need to do more research. I need to get my introduction underway. Maybe you need business cards, right? What's going to make you feel safe to get in the room? Oh, that is all so good. And I think it's beautiful too, how you touched upon not every space is the right space. Because how often have we gone to one or two networking events and we're like, oh gosh, those just aren't my people. Networking's just not for me. Well, no, maybe you're just in the wrong room. And that is the beauty of the age we're living in. You know, maybe you are more of a virtual person. Maybe that works for your schedule with, you know, kids' schedules and this, that, and the other. Maybe you need the in-person events. I get so much as well off of the energy of other people, just the energy of being in the room just fires me up. It lights that that fire underneath my booty to like, all right, no, like she's showing me that it is possible. I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna take action on this. So just having that self-awareness is so key. And like you said too, even just, all right, if you're not really comfortable in your your pitch or your introduction, like work on it. It's a skill. You can develop that skill because yes, you are the expert and you just need to do the inner work and lean into what works for you. Yeah, I love that. And if like networking gives you a bad taste, 
remember that networking can look like so many different ways. One thing I always say, like I'm a mama, right? So a lot of times me and my son are going to play groups. That's networking, yes. right? That's networking. When you're in the sauna at the gym and you start to talk with somebody and introduce yourself, that's networking, school functions, right? Whatever it may look like. So if you are at this point where you are feeling that resistance or almost nervous, start networking in a way that makes you feel comfortable right? I mean, a lot of times you sit by another mama and you become relatable. That becomes a connection. Anytime there's an opportunity in your life, I want you to sit back and think, how do I get this opportunity? A lot of times it's from a connection, whether it is somebody else that's running a business, another mama, somebody you met in the grocery store. There's so many ways to build your network. I love it. I absolutely love that because yes, every single connection is networking, whether you like to label it or not, it is, that's what it is. Networking is just building relationships. And, you know, speaking of relationships, we touched upon this earlier, getting in the room. That is where I have grown so much as a business owner, getting into different events locally, you know, outside of my bubble, getting into new rooms, that right there has been a game changer. What do, what's your take on getting in the room? Oh yeah, I am a firm believer on getting in the room. That's actually why we sit here today on this podcast. Two years ago, I went to a women's event. I took really bold action and flew out to Arizona all by myself, went to a women's event, didn't know anybody. And even though it was the most scariest thing I ever did, it was the best thing I ever did, right? When you start to get into the room with people who are like-minded, you see the possibility, you see the motivation, you can feel the motivation given to you. And as you know, as an entrepreneur, there's going to be ebbs and flows. So if you can find the rooms with like-minded people that are going to cheer you on and you're going to cheer them on, that's where the real fun begins. And that's actually where the growth happens. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it does take bold action. It can be so stinking scary to get into yeah. those rooms by yourself. I've done that before too, where I'm like, you know what? I know I need to push myself out of my comfort zone. So I'm going to just do the darn thing and get in the room. And most times when I've done that, I've actually run into somebody that I've met somewhere through the grapevine. That's another beauty of growing your network is that you're never alone. It's like, wait, don't I know you? I think I know you from Instagram, or I think I know you from, we connected on LinkedIn, or, you know, there's so many different ways that you're never really alone, but then surrounding yourself by other people that totally get it, it does. It challenges you to step, step outside of that comfort zone and grow and develop and become a better business owner. Yeah. And it also is a point where you can prove to yourself you can do it. Yeah. Right. We stay in this mode where like, yeah, I don't know if I can actually get in there if I don't know anybody. And then once you do it once, you're like, you know what? I can do this. What else can I do? Yes, exactly. You know, I heard a great analogy once. It was this little boy like standing at the top of a diving board. And, you know, you're just so scared to like dive in and you're like questioning yourself and I don't know, this is gonna, what am I gonna think? What am I gonna do? Am I gonna be able to swim to the side? And then you do it and it's kind of fun. And then you keep doing it over and over and you have more and more fun. And then you get, you know, you start to do flips and tricks and all of these different things. And yeah, 
it's doing the scary things that you start to have fun. You grow as a person, you grow as a business. And that right there is, is a game changer. Yeah. My two tips when it comes to getting in the room, if you're feeling really resistant to it is one, what can you do to make yourself feel better? Right. A lot of times it's just that we're uncomfortable. We're like nervous and that's normal. It's something new and it can be super intimidating. So ask yourself, like, what can I do to kind of feel better? Is it making sure your outfit is the one you want to wear, right? Is it your introduction? Is it knowing where the bathroom is, right? Like little things like that can actually help. And then number two, if you don't go, how's that going to feel? Because that disappointment, you just allowed yourself to not keep a promise to yourself. So if there's something you wanted to do, you bought the ticket and then you don't end up going because of fear, you then are letting yourself down and you you almost tell yourself like, hey, you know what? You didn't do it. So now we're not going to get into another room. You know what I mean? It's almost like your mom telling you, hey, you didn't follow through. So now here we are. So just kind of really ask yourself what feelings worth being anxious and nervous when you go in the room or having almost that disappointment that you didn't go. Oh, talk about a mic drop moment. I mean, those are two phenomenal, phenomenal tips because, you know, in the human body, I think we forget that fear and excitement, anxiety and excitement, they're the same reaction. Our bodies don't know how to differentiate that. So, even for me, sometimes I'll, I'll have to take that step back and be like, Am, is this really like me feeling anxious and nervous? Or is it because I'm excited? Because I know what the potential is to come out of this event. And then yes, tip two that you said, like, oh gosh, if I don't get there, if I don't follow through, I have to face me. I have to stare at me and process that. And I think that's almost a heavier feeling having to have that weighing on you that, you know what, I let myself down. Then, you know, that temporary little bit of discomfort that again, it's temporary and you grow, you grow through doing the uncomfortable things. Yeah. And if you are at a point where you're like, uh, I don't know how to take my own advice, kind of ask yourself what you would tell your kid, right? Like I always think about, I always think about like my, the little girl in me, or, you know, talking to my son, we push them to get outside their comfort zone and make friends, right? What are you always saying? Okay, well, you know, be open to making friends or this, Hey, how's your, your friends, right? You're asking all these questions. Same with us, right? Friends is what makes the world fun. That is what we're meant to do. We're human. We're meant to connect and entrepreneurship can be lonely enough. So build the relationships. And a lot of times getting in those rooms are where you're going to find those relationships that are really going to not only stretch you, right? Stretch you in your business, keep you motivated, but also the friend that you can call and be like, I don't know about you, but I'm about to have a mental breakdown. Like, you know what I mean? This, yes. like, let's be real here. Those are so crucial to our being. They are, right? Because we're human beings. We are meant to connect. We are social beings. We need that to thrive. You know, you put somebody in solitary confinement and they don't do well. You know, right, it's been proven right. time and time again. So you're not meant to do business alone. Surround yourself. Take what Darcy has taught you 
implement it. Do the scary thing. Get in the room. If you've had a bad experience with networking in the past, try again. Find another room. That is the beauty of the day and age we are living in. There are so many opportunities. You just have to be open to them. Yes, I love it. I love it. Darcy, this was such a phenomenal conversation. Where can we get in your world and learn more? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at DarcyElizabeth.co. And for your listeners, Amy, I will give them my number one way to grow in 2023, which is all about networking, where to find groups, and all that when it comes to building the confidence to do the thing. And also, I love to talk about like presenting the energy you want, right? Like bringing the impact to networking and introducing yourself. Oh my gosh, I love it. You guys, Darcy is truly the networking queen. So get into her world. You will learn so much. She's also got a podcast. We will drop a link to that in the show notes. And Darcy, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with us today. Yes, of course, Amy. And thank you for having me on. Oh my gosh, it was my pleasure. All right, until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 